Welcome guys to episode eight now, which is crazy. I'm flying through these and today I've got a very special guest from Ireland, Sinead Hegarty. What's going on Sinead? What's happening? I'm a little bit um, hungover today, but I'm a bit better than I was this morning. So Where, were you my getting mind's a bit more clear. You were getting boozed at home? Yeah, like we've been doing those Zoom quizzes. So we do like a Zoom quiz, but they're really funny because we have to do it the quizzes like on each other in our hometowns and like some of the questions are just so funny and like we just bring up old pictures from like the past and they're like what are we holding here and stuff i'm i'm always holding a bottle of you know frosty jacks yeah 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 and, you know white lightning stuff and like yeah. they're just putting up just a bit of crack and then like we play like games where we sink it so it was so bad turned a bit turned a bit um crazy where i was like I lost the quiz so i had to do 30 sit-ups with a bottle of gin between my legs and do take a step every time I'll I'm tell you. Cooler. I'll tell you what. You Irish, yeah. You can drink, and I've seen you out. I've seen. Well, we've been out together, and you can, yeah. you can drink me on the table any day of the week. I mean, I'm a terrible drinker. But You're shy. I am, and you know what's mad? Everyone always like. Um, they always put it on me like, oh, you look like you always drink all the time on your stories. But I'm like, no. I I only kind of show you guys what I want to show you. So I could be okay, having four drinks. I can't because when I get to the, I, get, I like being tipsy and wavy, but when I get to the stage where I can't control what's happening, it, it's not enjoyable. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm, I used to be like that. I used to be really, really like drink until I pass out. And yeah. then like I got to that stage now where when I just get to like, can I curse? Yeah, do what you want. Yeah, when I get too fucked, right? I literally just sneaky fade. It's called it's called Darth Fader. So okay. you literally just don't tell anyone and you just fade off the, you just go. Can't tell anyone because I'm gonna try and keep you there. Darth Fade. All right, okay. I've look. got all these little things. Oh no. So right. Before okay. before me move move on, yeah. Right, this is a question I ask everyone, anyone that jumps on. What is your Nando's order? Um, my Nando's order is butterfly chicken. Yeah. Um, with the super greens and the mash. What? No chips. No, no chips. What? But I always, if I'm going on a date or someone's there, I'm like, get chips, so then I can eat your chips. No, see, you would be, and this is why yeah. we, and this is why we wouldn't date, because well, you need to decide it for the girlfriend. Like, I'm that, I'm that person who says that she's going to be healthy, but will eat everyone else's food. I, I, I can see that when you said that, but. I would be the guy going, no, no, no. I'd be like Joey from Friends. Different doesn't share food, you know? But, I know, but I'm, I'm so good at persuading people. Listen, that's that because, no, 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 you're, you're, you're good at persuading other people. You're not good at persuading Darren. Not yet, not yet, not yet. Okay, so where are you at the moment? So I'm in Ireland right now um, with my parents. I yeah. was in Thailand when this all kicked off. Yeah. And had to make the big decision. And I mean that week of making that decision was probably the hardest week of my life oh my god because there was so much stress going on and then like I obviously we because everything was closing well yeah. the, in Thailand there wasn't that much of a fuss going on so like everyone back at home because I people were sending me horrible messages like you're not social distancing but like because we didn't know what was going yeah. on like back home so I was like oh my god and then when I seen Siobhan like going from Bali I was like shit this is serious I'm gonna have to get home and like I'm good job I did get home because everything did close and there's no rest there's no restaurants or anything and we lived you know in hotels so there yeah, was just yeah. so I would have been starving so I'm glad I got home 
For sure. But you know what's mad? Like when, when Siobhan, because uh, I was with Siobhan in Bali, innit? And I was telling her, I'm like, listen, Siobhan, I've just booked a flight. Come with me to Dubai and then you can fly from Dubai to um, Dublin or wherever. And she was like, no, no, I'm just going to stay isolated in my home. And I was like, listen, Siobhan, if, if anything does happen in Bali, from what I heard, there was only 30 isolation beds in like Changu or the yeah. whole of Bali or something. And I'm thinking Definitely there is no way in hell that is not like, it's just not the right place to be when something like this is happening, especially when the whole island's economy is pretty much uh, uh, run by like tourism. Yeah. You know, so they're not they're exactly like going to tell us to leave. Probably it yeah. looks like it's just going on. Yeah, I know. But I, I, it's crazy because I, I think they're like, because, you know, there's always the, all these rumors like, oh, the heat kills the virus yeah. and all of this stuff. And I'm like, who, who comes up with this stuff? That's just a prime example of like how rumors get spread you know yeah like it's so strange like it's kind of going on normal like australia's fine and yeah. but also over here we're just getting yeah. bit like a bang but yeah where so i'm in the country, like i am in the back end of nowhere so there's not really much around me anyway to that's what i was gonna ask whereabouts is your parents home and like did you go to school and everything around where you are now so yeah so i live like literally bunking like there's all there is is fields and cows and stuff like that so i live like in the middle of nowhere like farm so yeah. and then i went to school in the nearest town which would be like half an hour away but um yeah i went to school like i i'm in a real like you know it's very irish here like we went okay. to an all-girl catholic school run by nuns you know we walk really on the side of the what you? Yeah. What you? <laughs> you? Hey. No, not you, mate. <laughs> no way. I was, I was the number one altar server. I was an altar server for seven years. I served the priest. No way. Can you cope? Yeah. So I was like, I grew up very Catholic style, like go to mass all the time, like yeah. very you know, all girls school stuff like that. I was a wee bit of a rebel. Yeah. I will admit. I can tell, yeah, I can tell. And I think that's why I like you because I feel like there's similarities between you and me where you're cheeky. Yeah, and we're you... just like we rebels, but we have that, we have that family. Yes. We're very family-oriented, me and you. So like yeah. you would just sort of do anything for your family and like same as mine and like, do you know exactly. what I mean? Because exactly. people always, look, what was it? Yeah, Siobhan always says that about you. Yeah. Like that you're very family-oriented and... You know, like I could probably call you if like I was stuck somewhere and you would probably be like, okay, I'll come get you. Where are you? Yeah, 100%, kind of 100%, 100%, 100%. Because I feel like, um, like, I don't know. It's just when you're like raising like a Turkish family and everything, it's like those things are like, you're not going out your way to do something. If something happens to family or one of your friends need you, you, you pretty much, no matter what it is, you drop whatever it is you're doing and you're there for them. And I, and I have this conversation with people. They're like, so... How does it work with you and your family? I'm like, listen, my family and like Turkish families, Irish are probably the same. If my dad calls me and he's like, Diren, um, we need a bit of cash for the restaurant. It's not a matter of him going, Diren, do you have five grand to send me? It'll be Diren, send me five grand, <laughs> you know? And like, you won't even question it. You just go, okay, dad, no problem. Just give me like 10 minutes or whatever, you know? And I'm assuming the Irish are the same, right? With family. Yeah. Yeah. literally like you just it's no questions asked 
Yeah. Like I used to call my dad in the middle of the night and be like, Dad, it's four o'clock in the morning. Like you need to come and pick me up at this nightclub. Like this, is, and he's like, no problem. Like yeah. you know, there's no, there's no like, what are you doing with it? It's like, yeah, okay, I'm coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I you know what and. And I think that's why I personally find it so difficult. Everyone's like, so why don't you live in Australia? And I've got residency in Australia. I'm like, no, nah, it's just not the same. It's like, You're it's great. Crazy. It's great that we can like go live there whenever we want. Like we can travel there whenever we want from like with what yeah. we do. But just like the idea of being in Australia permanently forever, like stresses me out. I'm like, nah, man, I can't. I can't commit to that shit. <laughs> yeah, but that's because... But that's because you're an avoidant. That's because you're just like me. You just yeah. avoid anything that threatens your freedom. So like you like to know that you can go anywhere and do anything. Yeah. So anything that threatens your freedom, you just are like, no, 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 because you're an avoidant. Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Why are you dropping big words on me? We'll get to that. I'm trying. We'll I get to that. Therapy on your ass about your avoidance. And you know what? <laughs> I I was like, should I better get my fucking book up so then I have like all the notes that I want to like tell you about? I listen. Because if, I've if, been if, trying to get you to listen to this for a long time, to be honest. No, if if you've got um if you've got your notepad, it's all good, man. That's why we're here. We're here to chat, have a bit of fun, and I see and I see your content, and you know what's mad, yeah? When I met you, we met in Sydney, right? We met in Sydney. You had that little event on the boat and stuff, right? That's when we yeah. met. Is that when we met, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I remember meeting you and going. Yeah. Hey, she she's actually a lot smarter than what I what I thought because I was looking at your stories before and people probably think the same about me. Like on your stories, you're always having fun, having banter, like me. And but when I sat down and uh, had a chat with you, you're like, you're there, man. You're like, you love all <laughs> that, yeah. What um, yeah. How um, how much do you love traveling? Like, when did this whole influencer thing start? Because I remember all those stories when you were doing your backpacking and stuff. But when did you start traveling? Because that's when all your socials started popping. Is that right? Yeah, so I went traveling. I must have been, I must have been 24, 26 maybe. Oh, I can't even remember. So it must have been like four years ago. And I went, that was how the first time I traveled by myself. No, it wasn't because I was, I was doing seasons in Spain. So I was doing seasons Magaluf. in Magaluf. Yeah. First. Okay. What oh, was that like? What was that like? Oh my God. It was insane. Like drinking every single night for six months of the year. Like, but it was so good because you worked every day for six months Yeah. and then you didn't work for six months. So you could sort of do what you wanted in those other six months. But like, okay. obviously we were just drinking all the time. Like I had like really, really good job out there. So it wasn't just like, I started off obviously shock girl, moving way up, chatting to people on the street. And then I ended up like as the full VIP manager, just like looking after all DJs. So like yeah. I, my job was just, just like looking after all the famous people like Snoop Dogg, like oh, really? Yeah, I mean, no I could write a fucking book. Let me tell you, I could write a fucking book. And I'll tell you this. Everyone thinks footballers are the cheats. No, 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 no. It's DJs because they're secret because they're not even, because they're making the music. Yeah. I mean, no one looks at their faces when they're writing about. The do you know what I mean? So, yeah, 100%. I can. Uh, I agree. I yeah. agree. What um? Snoop probably one of the the biggest ones that I looked after, and that was kind of crazy. Wait, if I met Snoop Dogg, I would fanboy hard. That is wicked. It was. That I was wicked. so starstruck, like, and I I would have been very used to this. So every single day, I was looking after like Tiny Tampa, like you know all these people, yeah. and like when he came in, I was like, whoa! And like I had to speak to like ten people to get in to speak to him. There was like so many people. That I had yeah. To talk to. Was he like when you met him? Was he real like 
yeah, man. Yeah, it's all good, oh, man. Oh, is he cool? Like, is he cool? Yeah. He's like, yo, what's up? Like, everything was like in slow mo. I was like, what the fuck? And like, obviously, we had to get a license so that he could smoke weed while he was DJing. Yeah. He's the DJ and was hilarious. I couldn't cope. The first song was I'll never forget. I'll never forget the first song he played. It was La La Bamba. And no I was like, way. Oh, we're we're in a fucking. This is a tech. Like I was like, yeah. working in a big tech place. Like so, I was like, what is going on? Oh, that's so all good. Dancers, all the dancers were high as well, up above yeah. because of smoking the weed, and the dancers were up there. They were like, oh my god, what's going on? Yeah. What um? So like when you were doing, obviously you were doing like six months there, and mm-hmm. like went pretty much chasing the sun making enough money and then having the yeah, luxury exactly. to be able to travel to asia and stuff would you make yeah. enough money at that time of period so when you do go over to asia or whatever at that time of year you've got enough money to be free or do you still have, yeah, you work exactly. when you went to thailand and stuff yeah we were making money so like we worked six months and then we would that would do six months and then we would go back because you'd save a lot of money living in, in places like that because it wasn't like you couldn't shop drink yeah. was free because it's basically like the most cheapest drink ever yeah. and yeah so it was just i would save enough money but i did run out of money when i was in thailand when i moved my first move to Australia, to sydney but you know what how cool is it when you run out of money but running out of money was one of the best was one of the, the experiences that make me where i am today because when i had no money so i went to australia i had a thousand pound okay yeah, yeah. i went to australia so I, by the time that I went to Australia and paid my rent and my bond, I was completely maxed out. I could not tell anyone. I was so shamed. Like I was so shamed because I was like, oh my God, I failed. Like I came over here to start my new life and I had no money. Yeah. And I even remember stealing tuna in, in uh, Coles. In Coles, what, with the whole self-checkout? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I got that bad. And then, you know, I remember going to the farm. I did the farm work then. So yeah. I had zero money and I, I, you know, you end up, you live. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, like, you're fine. Like, I always thought, like, I needed the security. I needed this money in the bank, blah, blah, blah. But I realized that when I had no money, as long as I, like, have my uh, roof over my head, I was grand. So when I went, when I went to the farm, I was, I actually saved money working on the farm. And I remember yeah. saving exactly $4,000. That's all I had. And I wanted to do, I was like, I'm, I don't want, I want to work for myself. I want to, I have a business idea. That was when I wanted to do the sales the sale and single so I was like yeah. I want to do a singles event because I had also been celibate basically for the whole fucking year and I was like <laughs> yeah, yeah out there you know what I mean and I was like I'm gonna do a full singles event did a singles event and I remember the, the singles event cost me four grand and that's all I had but yeah. like it was just like I think before I don't even care about the security like old Sinead would have been like okay wait till you have more money to like drill in. And I yeah. was just like, fuck it. I've been skimped before. If it goes wrong, I'll be skimped again. It's grand. Yeah. So that was that like, and then ever since that day, I've never worked for anyone else. I was working in the bar yeah. up until that day. And after that day, I haven't worked for anyone else apart from you, myself. So. You know, when you said like, um, when you ran out of money and um, you forget the whole idea of security and all that stuff, it's so easy to be caught up on that when uh, you're around people that think like that, don't you reckon? And then as soon as you start traveling and you meet all these people that are more free spirited, that don't care as much, it puts you in that mindset. And when you're in that mindset, you you have all this freedom to think of new creative ways where you can get money. And I think that's why traveling is, is, I think, just one of the best things people 
can do. So if you're listening to this and you haven't traveled yet, as soon as COVID-19 is over, quarantine is over, you need to book a flight. Even if you're on your own, just go out there. Because when you traveled, you traveled on your own, right? Yeah, I traveled on my own. What and was- it's only because... Yeah, go on. Like, I wasn't actually meant to travel on my own. I was with my boyfriend at the time. And then I got like the text the week before being like, you know, he went with someone else. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to go by myself. But it was the best thing I ever did. Like ever, 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 ever. You know what? And you meet so many. And you just become so open-minded to everything. And you're just like whatever yeah because when you're in that when you're traveling i think traveling with my ex i did a lot of traveling with her and like when you travel with sometimes sometimes you feel like not i wouldn't say trapped but you feel like you have to do you have to do something to please that person before you do anything to please yourself and i'm i would say i'm learning to be more selfish but at that time of my life i wasn't and i remember Mm -hmm. thinking oh if she's unhappy it makes me unhappy so i'll do um whatever she wants to do and then i end up like being kind of a little bit resentful so that's why traveling on your own you did the best thing because it's so much more fun i know and you can just do whatever and like you know I, even when i'm traveling with someone or someone wants to come somewhere with me i'm like eh, no nah. yeah like because i'm just so used to like having my own time and being able to do what i want but yeah. i definitely would like to travel a little bit more with someone like i've never actually been traveling with someone yeah like, no forever. It is fun. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know when me and James travel? Yeah, you've got each other. Why don't I have a James? Well, you have a, you ha- you have a Siobhan. You have a Siobhan. But even, and I think like when I was staying with Siobhan and the amounts of times I've linked up with Siobhan in different countries or whatever, um, you would link up and kind of anyone that's quite socially aware of um, people in general, you don't even have the conversation of, oh, I'm going to do this. Is that okay? You just go do your own thing. The other person does their own thing and then it kind of comes together. Right. And I think that's one of the best things. That's why it's so important who you travel with. Cause I mean, traveling with someone you don't like and some of my best friends I probably would never travel with as in people I know back in London couldn't do it because they just don't get it. No way. Like, um, have you done any, and have you done any trips with Siobhan anyway? Or you just linked we, up? We had a trip. We actually had a trip planned. Um, literally the week before this all happened, we were going just to do a visa run and then I was going to Bali. So we haven't done a trip, no. But yeah. that's all we've been talking about now. We're like, we need to do this. We need to do that. We need to do this. Because like, you know, yeah. that's the things you regret. You regret the trips you didn't take. And like, I'm so, I really wanted to take my mom and dad away. That's like my big thing before I start saving for something else. I was like, I'm just going to spend my money on my mom and dad and like try to take them somewhere. Sick. I loved the, like, I, well, I was, so my mom was coming out. I paid for them to come out. That was my first, I was wasn't about it to come to Thailand yeah. after my retreat. So yeah. And then like, obviously that fucked up, but definitely I think before I have a house or before I save for a mortgage, yeah. I'm just going to be like, that is that is exactly what i want to do as well and um and that's why i like you you know because you're like that because you want to spend the money with people that you love you know because where like your parents and my parents are from like it's obvious obviously a different generation and i don't think they had the luxuries that we have when it comes to traveling and being so free-spirited whereas my mom would have got to a certain age and then she would have had to get married you know i don't know what it was like in ireland but in turkey that was like, that was, that was the case, you know? So they never got to live those luxuries and they only care about like how, if I'm okay, if I'm okay, they're okay. And it's probably the same with you. 
So that's why you want to yeah. you want to pay them back by taking them somewhere, right? Yeah, hundred percent. And they like I took them to Australia last year, and it was like the best time ever. Like it was just like so fun, and like I just want to do that again with them for sure. Oh, did you took them to Australia? Yeah. So after that, I did that sale in single. Oh, I sick. paid for them. Yeah, I literally spent all my money. Like the only money that I made, I was like, fuck it, I'll make more money. But I remember after that as well, I took mom and dad out and then like they were there for like three weeks and it was the best time ever. Then oh. I had no money. And then I went traveling again. I've spent, I had money, I spent it. And then I went traveling. I just remember like I was living in Bali and obviously Siobhan and that, like they were going out for dinner. I couldn't even afford dinner. I was like eating my oats. But that's so good. Dinner. That's so good. And you know what? I've noticed more and more since I kind of got out of the bubble of, um saving all that sort of stuff the more you you are like that you kind of manifest the things to happen to you right like you doing that oh i know money just comes in when you're not when you're not when you're not thinking about the stuff that you don't have like yeah. if you start saying i don't have enough i don't have enough that's what you're gonna get you're gonna manifest that but i literally 100%. used to be like if i have enough i was making like a fiver a week or something like that on like swipe ups when i first started this and i was like i'm just gonna have to live on this yes yeah, so i was just living off this fiver a week and i was just that's why right. and i that's, was like I've, e- I've even got on my notes here um as you as uh the queen of swipe ups i've got you as queen of swipe ups because every time every time every time i see you swipe up swipe up <laughs> you're like every everything you do but i rate it because like i don't do it so much. i don't do it with other brands but you're so likable and you don't care yeah people buy into that because you are like that and it's it's organic and it's authentic so yeah. that's why i rate I just, it yes yeah, so it's like what is the point actually um like when I wear something everyone's like oh where's it from or like you know and, and I'm like no like here's the link if you want it there it is yeah. like it's not you don't very much commission like you know you're good but it's like what is the point whenever like you know people are going to ask you, you may as well just give them the link yeah and I don't I only do it for the brands that I work for like and that's that like I've got offered so much money to do things like and I'm just like no because like unless I wear it or unless I use it myself I'm not yeah. going to promote it but, I'm, but I say to my agent he's like well and I'm like the things that I wear that's what I want to get paid for I don't want to be getting all these random deals coming yeah. through I don't yeah. want like money to from what I wear yeah so. and you're and you're and you're good at that as well I see don't I see your outfits and everything you know I see everything and you're very good at it in gym clothes every fucking day no, I, don't good. Go, I don't even work out it's a minute yeah. yeah but you're but you know what you do you, do you like i know when you're in bali and stuff i see you going to like crossfit and stuff to do some sessions but are you you're not so fussed about training are you like you're not really you oh train. i am you train i'm like crossfitter but i don't put my training too much on my profile i used to be a fitness blogger that was like my thing fitness but okay. for me i don't put my body out there or show fitness videos because i don't want people to compare themselves to me and i don't want my profile to be about my body okay that's what that's why so, i've thought that so that's why that's good. Yeah, carry yeah. on. Sorry. So people think like I don't, I don't, I don't put up workouts. I don't do anything like that because I am more interested in like teaching people how to deal with their emotions and be more aware and stuff like that. And I'm not, I don't want people to be like, oh, if I do that workout, I'm gonna look like Sinead. And yeah. I don't like to even concentrate on my body. I don't like to go body update or anything like that. Yeah. Like I just, you know, I'm more than my body and. You know, I just wanted to get a step away from the yeah. body image. But, yeah. But even you've got a good balance as well where, yeah, I see you training and everything, but I know you love your festivals as well, right? Oh, 
I think we froze. All right, oh, I are. love a festival. You love, you love your festivals, right? Oh, I love a festival. I actually am going to miss them so much. I love a festival. I love the girls' nights out. I definitely don't drink as much as I used to, 100%. Yeah. I, I will definitely Darth fade off the planet. But um, yeah, I just love to dance because dancing and stuff like that just makes me feel like a little child. I am like, I'm that person, you know, like I'm Phoebe from Friends. Like I will run like and yeah. dance and stuff like that, you know? So I like to have fun. Yeah. I love a fezzy. So for anyone that's listening that hasn't like done or gone to any festivals, where's the festival to go to and which one's your favorite? Well, it has to be Australia because it's always warm. The weather, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, come on. And like, they're just right there. You don't have to travel. You don't have to stay. Like, because if you live in Sydney, you're just like, okay, let's just go to this one. You just get a taxi to it. Yeah, true. And you have to go to the ones that have like loads of rides and stuff. So then you can actually yeah. have a great time. Are you, you love Sydney, innit? Yeah, I'm, I'm like planning on going back. I was looking at apartments there. Obviously, they're not letting me in there anytime soon, but... Yeah, Sydney's kind of like where I'm going to set up next. I actually was um, avoiding settling down for a very long time. I'm just like, okay. Uh, and then this made me realize that I actually need like a base. Like you, my house is coming down with books and stuff and it's all in my parents' house. And I'm like, if I actually had a house, but it scares the life out of me to actually have a, one place rather than have like a suitcase and just being able to go wherever I want. Like oh, it no. scares the you know what? out of me. But you know what? I've, I've always thought that as well. And when I used to go, when I go back to my mum and dad's, I was like, I can't do this anymore to my mum and dad's. I need yeah. like my base where I can put my stuff. So that's why I've got like, I've just got one room. I'm like recording this in my room. My bed's literally right there. The door's mm-hmm. here. My clothes are right next to me on my left. My trainers are here and it's a small area, but I just use it to have a little base. And because like, what do you, when you go away, do you rent that out or what do you do with that space? No, nah, I just, I just, you know what? I've accepted the fact where I'm like, you know what, Adiran, you're, you're not, you're not 18 no more. If you're, if you've got a little space, have a base, just think that as that's something you're going to have to pay for all the time. So that kind of makes me work a little bit harder. Oh, really? Keeps me, keeps me accountable to bring in more money for myself because if I wasn't paying it here, if I was, for example, after I did all that traveling, I went straight to my mum and dad's, um, it would stress me out. Like, because here I have a routine. When I'm at my mum and dad's, and although I love my family, and um, it's just hard to have a routine in, um, in that area, like where I was raised and everything, there's no coffee shops, there's nothing like that. So, oh, I miss coffee shops. Yeah, so do I. So that's why I've always been like, you know what? This is my base. And I tell you now, when you have a base and you have a routine in that base, each time you travel and you come back, you're going to be so much more productive in that base. Because when yeah. you're traveling, it can be hard to have a routine, right? It's great, but it's hard to have a routine. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's why I was like, I just need to have somewhere. So I actually was just kind of traveling around there. And then I was kind of, at, at this point, it's the first time I went, okay, I don't want to be living out of the suitcase anymore. Because I was leaving loads of clothes in different places. Like I've, Clothes in Bali, clothes in Thailand, clothes in fucking Australia. And I was like, I just need somewhere. Yeah. So um, I was, yeah, so I think I'm going to go back to Australia and set my base up there, even though it's the most expensive. But, yeah. you know, you know what? If it doesn't work out, you know. Just come back. Never know. Exactly. So. What, why, why Sydney? Like, why Sydney? 
because Sydney for me feels like home. Like Thailand and Bali is quite different for me because first of all, I'm a city girl. I love the city. Yeah. And like, I actually buzz and I feel really um, creative and enlightened when I'm walking around a city, like listen to my yeah. music. That gives me, I, I feel happy. So I don't think I could have like lived in Thailand or Bali. So I was like, and Sydney's obviously really hot. And when I go there, I feel like my family's there because my friends are just always there. Whereas if you go to Thailand, people come and go a lot. So there kind of feels like, I feel like the reason why I go there is like the family aspect for me and the people that are like my friends are just always there. And it's sunny and, yeah. you know, everyone's really healthy and everyone's always doing shit all the time. Yeah. Is, um, there's, also, sitting around. there's also a big um, Irish community in Sydney, right? Oh, yeah. That is, like, that's where... Yeah, that's it's insane. Like people are like, it's just one big Irish community, and I really want to do start doing my events over there and stuff as well, which is for yeah. Irish travelers. Well, it's for all but all my followers seem to be Irish. So yeah, yeah, the yeah. Irish love you. You got you got a wicked following, and it's and yeah, they're just like the like the Turkish people with Irish. I'm assuming is when when they love someone, they like really love them, and they just like support everything yeah. that they do, right? Which is cool. But, um, yeah, so good. I, I think I think we had this conversation. I think I told them to do something to you when we were in Barcelona. I can't remember. And then they did something. For, I can't remember because I remember I wanted you to stay because I missed my flight. Oh yeah, yeah. What was that? Oh, I can't remember. I think you had a comment on your thing or something, and then yeah. you were like, you were scared. You're like Irish mafia. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, what about um? So why why? Because I know. You do your retreats and stuff, right? You want to do events and everything. And you do that in Thailand. Well, you were doing it. You were going to do it in Thailand. Or did it happen? Yeah. No, it didn't happen because it literally it was like, the, it, w it would have been last month, yeah, that would have went ahead. Yeah. Which is really crap because I spent a lot of time and I did everything by myself. And it was my first, like, you know, business venture. And it's basically kind of... I've had to give all the money back to everyone yeah. and I lost a lot of money on fees. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, strike fees and like, you know, paying Thailand and stuff. And I still haven't got the money back yeah. from Thailand. So I'm still, so I've had to pay everyone back with not even having the money and plus losing all the money, all my merchandise, everything is just yeah. like gone missing. But you know what? Because that's, that's, yeah. just a, that's just another challenge and I'm sure you'll do it. So say me, I bought, I bought into your retreat, right? I was supposed to come to Thailand to come see you to do the retreat. What do I get out of it? And what, what do I come out? What do I come out with when I finish the retreat? So what happens in the retreat? So basically, like, the whole point of it, right? My kind of, because I wrote down, like, my why to why to do it. And I, I used to get loads of messages from girls saying, like, I would absolutely love to travel, but my friends won't go. And I'm so scared, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. what if I'm standing there at the other side? Um, would you, do you know what I mean? So it's for, and every single person that bought their retreat was a solo traveler and someone that hadn't really traveled before. And that is my whole target audience because I want people to actually get out of their comfort zones. So when they come there, it's a two week retreat. It costs 1,900 to get your accommodation, your food, and you get all your excursions and, and you get all your training and your gym as well. So yeah. they come like, but I do workshops as well. So I do workshops on how to find your purpose, how to, you know, control emotions, how to align your thoughts. And then I have a therapist. So a therapist comes in and she does all her workshops on like, you know, trying to get rid of any emotional blocks. Okay. And then I have Becca who is doing the, she was going to do on the nutrition and anything to talk about, you know, stuff like emotional eating and being and stuff like that just yeah so basically and then i do meditation and then i have a meditation coach classes yoga so it's basically like a whole 
mindfulness, fitness. Like, I just want people to like actually start going on a journey then, and like okay. their minds are opened, and then they can just go and do whatever. So, so a bit, a bit like a, just like starting people off before they make the real jump of going traveling on their own, yeah. and kind of help them. Open, you know. Okay, and what what do you do to open? And what do you do to open your mind? Well, obviously, I'm the the. I'm the girl you go to if you want to open your mind because I've read okay. every freaking book in the town. Do you know what I mean? So right. for me, I just like, obviously for my open mind came from traveling. All my spiritual awakenings came from traveling and reading yeah. and stuff like that. So that's what I do. And I'm very aware and, you know, my awareness is insane. Like I'm very aware of so many things. Like, I'm very aware of ego. And yeah. um, like, I will notice my ego at all times and I will put it at bay. Yeah. So that's what I want people to do. I I'm, want people I'm, to just know that. I'm assuming if you don't know your ego, your your ego, your parents will tell you. Because my one would, I'll get I'll get a slipper. <laughs> but like ego, ego is even like our parents have massive egos and they just don't know what it means by it. Because my mom is constantly freaking out about what people think. Yeah. So that's ego. Your ego is what people think. So yeah. you know when someone is, you know whenever someone cheats and they're like you make me look like a mug like you're that's your ego talking because you can't, that's about what everyone else thinks like what about what's going on what about what you want what about what your partner wants yeah. like you need to be getting rid of the ego and find out what you truly want like fuck what everyone else thinks if that's... we if we if we let into our ego we would never be doing what we we're doing because at the start i'd say people like me and you got fucking abuse yeah for yeah. like you know speaking to her great like i got so much abuse like people mocking me yeah. all this do you know what i mean if we would listen to our ego saying oh my god we need to we need to not do this because it's embarrassing yeah. then we, we we wouldn't be where we are we didn't listen to our ego at that point yeah you know what, what do you think did you get any that's funny yeah. you say that because i've never actually thought about ego like that before i'm not gonna lie so that actually sparks my brain yeah. a little bit because i was thinking about a total different thing like I was thinking about like my ego or other people's ego, whereas you're right about uh, so many things. And I was saying this on another podcast, like we do, we do so many things and act a certain way because we, we fear what other people may think of us. And that stops us from actually doing things that we really want to do, you know? And um, I think that's a, I've never actually thought of it like that. And what, what, because obviously, I know you you read a lot. Yeah. Right? So if I wanted to read a book, right? Let's say I wanted to read a book on a few topics. Uh, say if I wanted to read on, read a business-minded book, what book would I go for? What book um, would you I recommend? Would go, for, I would go for Unlimited Power. Like, you want to see all my books here? They're okay. All books. And who's that? Who um, wrote that? That's Tony Robbins. But the first book I ever read was by him called Awaken the Giant Within. And okay. that is when your awareness gets, gets, gets pulled out of you. You kind of really figure out what you want there because people don't really know their values. Like people fight in relationships as well because, you know, their commitment is not high up in their values. Freedom, if freedom is number one in your values, you're going to fight with your partner because yeah. you're always going to want freedom. And like if they, their values is high up with love, you know what I mean? Like you're going to yeah. collide all the time. So it really got all my values and stuff out there. And then like, that's what I want to put out to people as well. Cause people yeah. don't have a fucking clue what they want in life. So how I can know. you have dreams and manifest things if you can't actually, you know, you, nobody knows. And people are scared to say their dreams out loud. Yeah. And it's, it's mad when you say yeah. that about, about like, about 
when you're in love, right? When you fall in love, mm -hmm. your decisions are way different to how you would probably react if you wasn't in love because you're getting all this, you're getting the, the feeling of like dopamine. It's like a drug, you know, and you get all love these drug. feels. Love drug, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's why you see a lot of people love falling. Love is actually very dangerous. You that's, that's why I've, I've had a lot of friends fall in love at festivals. That's a different kind of drug. That's a different kind of drug, but you're right about love drug. And, and I think that's why when you're with someone and whoever you're with and whoever you're sharing time with or spending time with, it's important that people understand, number one, freedom, I think, is key, depending on what the person wants, you know. But number two is also not getting sucked in to make decisions because of love because yes we shouldn't be selfish and we should think about the people that we love but it goes vice versa you don't want the other person on the other side taking advantage of you being in love do you know what i mean yeah i know and, what you mean uh, go on no i was just gonna start questioning you oh here we go that. here we go go on <laughs> go on you, you can question me about love you can question me about love okay, what i wanted to say what well, i wanted to say was I'm trying to get my notes up because I actually really want to go through this with you because I really want you to okay, okay. be aware. Hey, you better, not, okay. you, better, you better not throw me under the bus here on my podcast, yeah? I'm not going to throw you under the bus, right. right so what right. I'm saying is, right, okay. why, so I'm an avoidant, okay? You're an avoidant. Okay. Uh, Siobhan is avoidant. James okay. is an avoidant. So this is okay. why we're all, you know, the way we are. So we're all avoidant. So basically, anytime our freedom gets... Um, get threatened by someone or something, then we just scatter. Okay, so I just okay. want, what did I want to show you? I wanted to show you the deactivating strategies. All right, go on, tell me, yeah, tell me, you can question me about it and then we'll then explain it to the people that's listening as well. So, cause it can, hopefully it helps them as well, you know? So tell me. Because, because people think like, oh, why are you single or why are whatever? It's because like, we're so afraid of commitment and why are we so, <sighs> but like you have to realize that avoidance like us, you know, people think it's got to do with the person, but it's actually got to do with the fact that we are so scared to be like hurt or whatever. We just don't want to be free. This, or we just don't want our freedom taken away, but yes. we will continue to do this with people yeah. who into relationships and we will, we will do deactivating strategies. So we will focus on small imperfections of our partners. And we use this as a, a coy, be like, oh, maybe, you know, there's no spark. There's no what, do you know what I mean? And we're like, yeah. we use this. But it's yeah. actually not it's not okay? yeah yeah 100% the other things okay so also, also avoidance you know when they when they're dating someone or especially me if I do as well yeah. when we're flirting with others we, no we'll see someone and we'll, we will really like them but we flirt with others it's a hurtful way to introduce like insecurity into the relationship yeah we flirt we flirt with other people to kind of like keep us from being close to someone we say the things like saying I'm not ready to commit saying yep. like oh I'm just not ready then we also pine after phantom exes so we'll compare you know the person that is right in front of us with someone else we'll be like yep. oh well they're not like this or they're not like that or yep. you know this person needs to be like this okay in yep. order for me to be with them yeah but that's actually nothing to do with them this has got to do with us closing off to like commitment yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But what you'll realize is the end of the story is is that we're going to keep going down this road as avoidance and keep being because avoidance are like unhappy like the most unhappy in relationships because basically we're always thinking about other things and about all the other freedom that we want and stuff like this yeah. but we're going to continue 
to be unhappy unless we let people in and we just break down those walls and we actually, you know, be like, okay, I'm an avoidant. I need to like let them in yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, but you so, know what? You know, I'd say activating strategies. So I that's the I'm not gonna lie to you. That is I've learned something. That's the first time I've um, I feel like you're my therapist. I like it. <laughs> and you know what? Um when you said that, what what was the point you made about comparing? What was it? Pine? Did you say what was that? Pining, what after phantom exes and stuff? I'll I'll be honest. I'll be, with that, I, I don't do that. I'll be honest, I don't do yeah. that. Uh, I don't do that. But all the other points are pretty much exactly how I think. And I, the only reason I think I'm personally like that is because I had, and I don't care if the people listening, they hear this. I had a long-term relationship when I was really young. And when I came out of it, I felt like I was, I felt like a lion was let free from the cage, <laughs> you know? And all I wanted to do was stuff to make myself happy. And, yeah. um, and I did that and I'm going to continue to do that. And after I have that freedom, cause I was in a cage for so long, it feels like it's going to be very hard to get back in there. And if, when I, when I'm hanging out with the right person, it doesn't feel yeah. like that. Therefore I wouldn't mind committing. But the problem with commitment for me is the whole labeling it thing. It takes away my freedom. That is exactly it. It takes away from me. Freedom. It's the same as me. Say, right, when I'm going, say if I'm with someone, right? Now, my last fella, he was like, well, you need to be in this country for us to be together. That's my excuse. That's my excuse to go run, run, run. <laughs> so they, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm like running because I'm an avoidant and like anything that I have to do or if you, if you threaten my freedom, then yeah. I'm going to run the hills. Yeah. But you have to act. Yeah, so anything like that that I know that I have to be in a country... But that means that that partner, even if I love that partner, that partner is wrong for me because he's too anxious. He needs, he, I need a secure partner who's going to be yeah. like, oh, you can do whatever you want, blah, blah, blah. And then like that kind of breaks me down. That doesn't make me run like fuck. Do you know what I mean? Like, do, do so think- I have to, I'm seeing someone now and he's very secure. He lets me do whatever I want. Yeah. Whilst the last guy kind of was, um, he was going, oh, you need to be here. And I was going, oh, well, you're not the one for me. Like, cause I was running, but you need yeah. someone so secure. He doesn't threaten your freedom like that you need you need someone with everyone's got insecurities right i have insecurities Mm -hmm. we all have insecurities and uh i'd say it's weird if you say you don't have insecurities because there's certain things we're all insecure about but i feel like the person that say someone like you or myself or people like us would settle with or have a family with or whoever would have to be people that don't question you don't put stress on you because that thing you said about freedom is I can't, I can't imagine ever giving that away. And although I care about people, yeah, yeah. But although I care about people, yeah, but you know what? I don't, I don't know if I will like for people I care about, I would always do things for them and I'll always be mindful of them. Yeah. But do you want to be like in a loving relationship when you're older? I want a family when I'm older. So, yeah, so at some point, yeah. at some point to, it'll break. Make a sacrifice. It'll break. It'll, it'll, it'll break at some point. But you know what's mad as well? I also find myself and probably yourself is you're, you're very driven, right? Mm-hmm. I would say I'm very ambitious, ambitious. So I feel like there's so many things that I really want to achieve to before that happens. Yeah. Because in a way, 
in a weird way it kind of not not slows you down but again it's it's the element of blocking your freedom and i feel like until i'm really satisfied with uh what i've done and what i've achieved that's when i think i'll be like you know what i need to breed i need some kids because <laughs> <laughs> i do want what kids you know? uh, i've turned 28 this year I, oh yeah so yeah it's crazy like our mums and dads probably had like three babies by this time like and we're like no no 100 percent. talking about like all that stuff are you i know you're you also love all that spiritual stuff right meditation mm-hmm. spiritual i find it so difficult like to switch off and to even like this morning i had and my clients will listen to this i was supposed to do a yoga session with my clients and I had so many things I had to do that I couldn't switch off. And I feel like sometimes maybe meditating really brings you back down to... Oh, 100%. But I haven't do done you, it enough. So you tell me about it because I know you do it. Do you, not get, do you not get high heart rate? Do you ever get really worked up? Do you ever get stressed? I think I do, but I, I kind of just push through it. And sometimes and I, I can't chill out until i've done the things in the morning that i have to do check my emails reply to my clients uh make sure i've posted on socials and that's actually a bad habit but i feel like i can't chill out until that happens you know because i feel like i'm most productive in the morning and you're probably the same i don't know are you i do everything in the morning as well i have my checklist and stuff in the morning but i do think it's really important to shut off because you know you need to actually train your mind to you know watch your thoughts and stuff like if you if you don't stop and let your thoughts stop, then your yeah. thoughts are just going to take over your mind. And you're going to, it, it, it depends. Like a lot of people are, are dealing with automatic negative thoughts. So you think of in your head, like, for example, one of my negative thoughts would be because I'm writing a book, I'm not a very good writer. You know, I'm not good with punctuation, not very good at English. So I could sit in my head and I could say, I can't write. Oh my God, I can't do this. Um, I'm I, like, I'm useless. I can never do this. And it ends yeah. up being like, why would anyone pay for this book? Blah, blah, blah. So there's the negative thoughts that go on in my head. But if I learn to slow down and I take that thought and I say, I can't write, that's not even true. That's just, that's just me feeling inadequate. And when you feel inadequate, that means you're missing a skill. It doesn't mean you can't do it. So what do I do to help that thought? I now have to go get a skill, go, go learn how to write. It's not, you know what I mean? Like it's just being lazy. So if you, but if you don't actually slow down and actually watch your thoughts, you start to believe those thoughts in your head. So that's yeah. why I tell people to also shut off. Also, there is a difference between bouts of anxiety and chronic or and you know anxiety disorders. So if you're getting bouts of anxiety around this time, yeah. your body your body's in fight or flight, your muscles are tight, your breathing's your breathing's different. If you're in that chronic stress for a long enough period, that will eventually turn into an anxiety disorder such as anxiety and depression. Yeah. So what you need to do is you need to pick yourself out of the chronic stress and what gets you out of chronic stress breathing meditating that's when your muscles relax that's when your brain relaxes yeah. and that is when you get out of that and you don't want to be getting like medicated down the line yeah. so you could stop it right now with meditation and yeah. also you can get really creative in your head yeah you can, yeah, yeah. You can see your spirit guides they are always there you can ask i like to ask questions in my meditations to yourself uh, to my subconscious so okay. i'll like deep in meditation and then like you can write a question put it down a well and then it comes up i remember writing uh <laughs> i remember doing it and going who's my soulmate and then like you're in this meditation and you put this 
letter down the well and then I, you bring it up in your meditation I just looked at it and it was just like me staring back at me so I was like oh no <laughs> it's um you know, answers like that. Yeah. it's funny you say that because uh when I do the yoga sessions with my clients uh, there's always like a five or six minute like meditation at the end and um mm -hmm. it's weird it's like my shoulders loosen up my traps relax and it's like my heart my heart rate drops and i can finally chill out and obviously i have to put my phone on silent and all of that stuff and you get these ideas so i feel like with me and the people around me when they force me to do that and i feel like that's why i also need people around me as well to tell me to be like Darren, chill the fuck out and my friends and family will do that for me that's why that's why i love them you know so because they'll chill me out when i do have those doubts i've got good people around me to be like Darren, like you can do this there's a reason um there's a reason you are where you are today it's for that reason just go and do it like you said about the book because i've got a gram issue i'm dyslexic I, I'm not very good at that stuff, but people will remind me and give me that confidence. And I think that's also good to have those people around you because being like how we're like, you also have, um, what's that single called? What's that? You know, when you're like, ah, uh, uh, when you doubt yourself, when you doubt yourself, it's called uh, something. Your self-worth. I'm the same too. I barely want to charge for my work, but. Yeah, your self-worth, like you don't feel worthy of like charging for things and stuff. Yeah, or do you sometimes wonder like, uh, oh, this is crazy. How have I got this many followers? Like, you know why you've got it. You know why it's happened. But sometimes, not doubt it, but you question it. Like, you have that, I forgot what it's called. I spoke to this about James so many times. Oh, I forgot. Anyway, but you know Pop what I mean. Syndrome. Yes, that's the one. Syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, of course I have it all the time. I speak the to my therapist about it. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. And would you would you yeah. recommend getting a therapist? Because there's a whole section on his book about it, and you were at his book tour talking about it. So you Listen, should know that. Let's not get into that conversation. Yeah, I already I read his book. I listened <laughs> to his book. I audio booked it. I audio. But listen, but I forget things. Ah. Uh, I audio book it. I audio book it. I can't believe you. Yeah, but the thing is, I can't. Let's see. That's another thing. I can't concentrate to read. So, but when I'm walking and I'm listening to an audio book, it goes in. Go on. So let me talk to you. You can't concentrate, okay? Because you have a low attention span. You have oh, a very low attention span. So low. Right, can, I ask you, can I ask you this question? When you go search something, something in Safari, yeah. do you close that and then go into another app until it loads? Oh, my days, yes. So you, you have know, a very low attention span. You know what? You know what, yeah? The title of this podcast is going to be me and my therapist. <laughs> that's what I'm going to call it. That's, that's what, what I love to do. That's what so I'm going to call very, it. You have a very low attention span, right? But your attention span can be fixed because your attention span is low because you're constantly looking at different content, swiping, 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 seeing different content. Yeah, that's yeah. your attention span. So, yeah. so it won't, you probably can't read a book at all. So you can train it with meditation. You can also train it with actually reading the book. So when you read a book, I actually did my own research on this, my own project. This is why I started studying psychology. So I was like, I actually feel like I can help people's yeah. uh, attention spans because mine's so low. So I help myself. Yeah. So you can, I tell people to read a book. Okay. And I would say, tell me exactly when you want to reach for your phone, when you read that book, people are, it's usually around two or three pages, which is obviously not good. So yeah. oh, it's not, not good. So I'm like, right. Okay. Now I do this, do 15 minutes meditation. And then tomorrow I want you to do 
the I want every time every time you want to go reach for that phone you and you don't and you continue to read the book that's your attention span being trained so okay. then tomorrow you'll be able to read four pages without reach wanting to reach for your book or yeah. reach for your phone and then the next day and the next day so you're training it every single day so yeah. you should really try reading yeah I, I will i will and you know what sometimes and i know this and i don't care if people are hearing this anyway but like i feel like sometimes i use the excuse of having a low attention span pan to to not finish to not finish say a book that i started reading so i'll use that as an excuse and not not finish the whole thing you know what i mean so you know what you can pull me up yeah. on it you can pull me up on it now you can message me and be yeah. like Darren, how many pages have you done yeah, exactly you should just do two or three pages a day and that's all you need because like leaders are readers as you all know as you know like people that like at, at the end of the day that what that's what makes you smart like that what makes you aware yeah and you need to do it so you have to get a book i'll send you a book eco right. maybe something with eco and you have to promise her that you're going to do a meditation after this well, that really i choose you know what you know it's funny um when i was chatting to siobhan uh when i was in bali um she was like it's great having like you there because like sometimes you'll randomly go uh all right siobhan uh we're meditating for five minutes shut this off and then you'll force her to meditate yeah that's what i that's what i need (laughs) someone to go dirin go do this and i'll be like okay i'll go do it you know so um that's good but what um go on say that what were you saying I said, this is an experiment. I'm going to make you do it. And then you're going to talk about it. You're going to tell me what you've seen in your meditation. Okay, cool. All right, cool. All right, cool. All right, all right. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. What about, um, so we spoke about, um, we said the book about business, right? Yeah. You mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. What about mindset for people that want to, that want to listen or read a book? What about a mindset book? What would you recommend? Mindset is sort of like, there's loads of different ones. It depends what you want. Like, especially habits. Like, if you want to be successful, you need to figure out your daily habits. So, Atomic Habits would definitely be yeah, that's the a one sick book for that. Atomic yeah. Habits is a great book. book. You should read that book. I've read it. I've read that. I've yeah. actually read that. Um, mindset. I yeah. So, mindset. I would just say, Awaken the Giant Within. It's a very yeah. lengthy book, though. Yeah. And then. And, but there's also ones like What I Know For Sure by Oprah. That's very simple. It's a good, oh, A Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. That's uh, very good. Oh, hey, yeah. that, when I left Sydney, right? When I first left Sydney, that actually, that actually, it's going to sound so cringe, but it kind of changed me the way I think and like changed my life a little bit. Because it so that's put, your first, you need to keep reading. That's my, that was my first ever book because I was going through a really shit time. And when I read that, when I was listening to it actually, and I would go on my walks and I'll just listen to that and listen to it in Bali as well. And that was unreal. That's one of those books I was you like. Should, you should sign up to his newsletter. Do you have his daily emails? What, Mark Manson? Yeah. No, I don't. I don't actually. Is it good? Yeah. I, I love him. And like, I'm sucked into his, like, I even pay for his subscription. Can people pay for emails? Four pound yeah. a month, imagine. I would have so much money if I paid for my email. <laughs> but, um, all right, cool. I need to sign up to your email list, actually. I need to sign up to your email well, list. Like it. I, I actually I do get your one. emails. I think I do. No. no, no. Yesterday's no. was really emotional for people because I'm talking about how to get into other people's mindsets and I was trying to get them into Boris Johnson's mindset and everyone <laughs> was like, I got shivers reading the poem. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump onto it because actually... I'm not signed up to your email list, but um, 
Siobhan's forward, forwarded me a couple. So that's why I know. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you one time, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what about um all right, business mindset self-development. I guess all books are in a way like a self-development book, right? So if you want to know about humans, so basically I could probably sit down with a human and know exactly like how they've been brought up by the way they go on. Yeah. Because I know like their character strengths or if they're like guys that are really sensitive usually don't have a male figure around them because their feminine because their feminine side is more like it's not you know like the the male usually comes in and be like no chill out but they're really sensitive that usually means that you know their dad hasn't been around so the book for for to actually know humans and have a conversation and be like i know everything about you is laws of human nature it's a bit of a lengthy one though okay have you have you you read uh surrounded by idiots no i haven't read that you like that Okay, I'll put that on my list. You'll like that. You'll like that. People that are listening, make sure you listen to those books. And also, you're doing a bit of writing now. Is that right? Yes, I just finished writing my first, no, second ebook. The first ebook was Tools to Do with Anxiety, which is just like a little bit of research that I did. And then this second book is on relationships. You should know these things. (laughs) Yeah, so it's basically how to really know your partner and how to fight better because obviously we're always going to fight but like what are we fighting about that's what i'm kind yeah. of trying to get to the point and how to you know make your partner like because i was really saddened by people it actually like came about by listening to radio and people were given in their anonymous confessions about you know how much they hated their partner at this time and how much mm-hmm. they hated their sisters and their moms and yes. i was like but so isn't... I got really triggered. It was like, I fixed my relationship with my mom and we get on so well now because of the things that I've learned. And I was like, I'm just going to write all this down and just give it to people. Yeah. And it kind of just a big, like it's about 10,000 words. So it's quite lengthy. Like. Oh, that's good. You know what's mad? It's, isn't it crazy? Like, um, I've seen a few things where people are confessing stuff like that. And it's crazy mm-hmm. to think like, I couldn't live like that. Yeah, but it, it, people just don't know how to understand. Deal with it. Other, yeah. when you understand other humans like i understand why my mom nags and shouts now yeah. do you get what i mean yeah, like, yeah I, really I do so like before it was just clashing 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 yeah and now i really understand her and i understand what i need and understand what she needs yeah. and you know people are just unaware so they just yeah. think their mom's being a bitch but your mom does not wake up in the morning with the intention for you to suffer yeah and so, you know what you know what it's mad because you know when um when i when i upset someone or if whatever happens in whatever scenario I'm in, it could be a fight, it could be where someone's falling in love or whatever. I always question myself, mm-hmm. right? And to make sure I'm really aware of what's happening, why that person is reacting that way to me. What have I done to make that person react? And I feel like so many people, they don't think about that and they're not aware. They're just like in tunnel vision and they don't look into things and question why this is happening. Yeah, I mean, like, it's just like, it's a, the best thing to do is to practice compassion. Like, getting into someone else's mindset is the most, and I actually wrote an email about this yesterday. It was actually, like, there was a, I got a powerful statement from a German soldier who was once, like, once after he killed his enemy with his bare hands, he looked over him, and he looked in his pockets and seen pictures of his wife, and he just wrote this amazing statement that about you know you know you're just a poor devil like me you know because you're so unaware you're just fighting for no reason and then you're like if you actually get into the mindset like 
that person isn't evil, you know? Yeah. I'll send you that email because we can break that. Send it to me and I will also 100% sign up to your email list. What, um, you know when you were in Sydney? Mm-hmm. What's the what's what's the dating scene like in Sydney? Because I mean, I've been in the dating scene in Sydney, and how would you compare it? Were you were you dating were you dating any guys in Australia? What was it like in Australia dating for you? I I I have I basically have I don't have a boyfriend, but I do I have a person that I'm moving back to Australia, and we're moving in together. Yeah. Okay. But were you like for that? Okay. No, because I was saying like I always found it with girls in Australia. They found it very confident. Girls always find it a little bit difficult because I, I, you're confident. You're you're, you're confident. So I always find, I find it, it very difficult. I, I Australian guys are just a different level as well. Do you know what I mean? Going on yeah. dates with them, I didn't like the dating scene there. Like I just felt like it was the same people on, on the apps. Yeah, that's what really? that's what I was get, that's what I was kind of getting to, and I wanted to know if you thought the same. <laughs> people over and over again so they're obviously just like not looking for relationships because they're not getting anything yeah and then there wasn't and i i don't know i felt like it wasn't really like i never got with anyone the whole time i was there the first the first year for the whole the whole month i got then i got with someone at the end yeah and then that's like i just was a friend of a friend usually i get with and then the guy that i'm seeing now is he was my friend as well so yeah that's usually what happens to me i don't i can't really just meet strangers i kind of have to know them yeah, but yeah. um i know a few people who love the dating scene there and get on well with it <coughs> all right so okay when did i see you last was i see did i see you in ifs last was it ifs no pretty sure it was your cup it had to be sydney nah it was IF- oh no sydney the the book tour smith's book tour the sydney one Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, did yeah, you have yeah. a photo from that night? Yeah, that's right. And then before that, it was IFS. Hopefully, IFS happens this year. I'm hoping IFS happens this year because you're speaking there. Is that right? They need to tell me what I'm talking about because I don't know. I don't even know what I'm speaking about. I'm oh. like, I keep telling, like, look, I'm like, what? And he's like, you're a surprise. You're my little prodigy. And I was like, what the fuck have you got me saying? Plus, I have public speaking anxiety. I have to go to therapy for my public speaking. No, you'll be fine so, as long like, as. Can you tell me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, worst case, you'll be on a panel talking. I mean, if you're, I mean, if you can waffle half as good as you waffled on this podcast, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, um, all right. Hey, that was wicked. That was fun. Yeah. That was good. Thank you're you for coming on. Sorry. Oh, are we not off yet? We're not off. We're no, not we're not off, off yet. yet. We're not off yet. But I was gonna say, uh, where can people find you? For the people that don't uh, know about you yet. So Sinead Haig is my Instagram name, SineadHaigRoody.com for all my work and Brave It Treats is all on there too. And yeah, or you can find me in a farm in the middle of Ireland. Yeah. Hashtag swipe up. <laughs> thank, uh, thank you for coming on. I had a lot of fun. Thank you for that. And listen, guys, if you are listening to this, you like this, make sure you like it, share it, subscribe, check out uh, Sinead's page and boom. I'll see you guys later. Tune in for the next episode.